the last few weeks here at Heartland, we've been in a sermon series uh, called Love Lives Here. And we've been talking about uh, our church. And, uh, you know, I really prayed this week and thought about the sermon series. Should I pull out of the sermon series? And, and with the epidemic that's going around, the pandemic and all that stuff, should I talk about that? But you know, I've decided that I'm just going to stick with our message this morning that we had. Uh, I believe we need some good news and we need to hear something other than all this stuff that we've been hearing. And we know, uh, need to know uh, this morning that Jesus Christ is still on the throne and that all is good and that we don't have to fear, we don't have to worry. So this morning, we're just going to stick with what we were going to do, and I'm, I'm excited about that. We've been talking about our church. We've been talking about our vision. We've been talking about the mission of our church. We've been talking about our core values for the last few weeks. And uh, so today we're going to be talking about another one of our core values, the core value of excellence. Now, here's what's so great about this. If you're with us today and you're going, wow, you know, I'm, I'm online today and I don't normally attend your church, so I don't know if this is for me. No, this is, a, this is exactly what you need to hear, because when we think about excellence, we're going to see today that we're talking about excellence and bringing glory to God and excellence in the things that we do. So this isn't just for our church today. This is for your life individually. This is for your business, wherever you are. If you're an employee or you're an employer, you know, this is for you. So I want you to hang around with us. I want you to, to uh, stick with us because this is going to be a great story from the Bible to help us see some principles about Excellent. So today, uh, what would I like you to do if you've got your Bibles with you where you are and, and uh, you're with a group of people, maybe we want you to turn to First um, Kings chapter 10. That's where we're going to be spending some time today. But before we get started, let me read you our value statement regarding excellence here at Heartland. Uh, this is what our statement says. It says, excellence is our commitment to do all things to the glory of God. We will seek his will as a church and follow his lead. We will invest the time to evaluate and improve all that we do as a church. Now, I want you to pay attention to the first part of that because this applies to us individually and out in the workforce, wherever we are, whatever we're doing, and in our church. Excellence is our commitment to do all things to the glory of God. Now, as we talk about this value today, I'm, I'm going to use a story, as I said, in the Old Testament. And uh, I believe there's some great principles in this story. Now, the story is found in 1 Kings chapter 10. And I ask you to turn there. But I want to talk a little bit about uh, the, the chapters prior to chapter 10 for just a moment, because it sort of sets everything up for us. Uh, in 1 Kings, we have this account of the end of the life of King David. David has come to the end of his rule, the end of his life. And... Um, it's the beginning of the reign of his son Solomon as the king of all of Israel. Now, something interesting about this time is that when this took place, when David died and Solomon became king, Solomon was only about 20 years old. I want you to think about that for a minute. Can you imagine being 20 years old and being the king of a nation and having to make those kind of decisions? And there was a lot of pressure on Solomon during this time. And, and shortly after Solomon became king, God came to Solomon in a dream. Now, this is way back in 1 Kings chapter 3, verses 5 through 14. Now, I'm going to read this to you, just, and, and just listen to this. So, so God comes to Solomon in a dream. This is what it says. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, ask what I shall give you. And Solomon said, 
You have shown great steadfast love to your servant David, my father, because he walked before you in faithfulness, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart toward you. And you have kept for him this great and steadfast love and have given him a son to sit on his throne this day. And now, O Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of David, my father, although I am but a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of your people whom you have chosen, a great people, too many to be numbered or counted for multitude. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to govern this, your great people? It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this, and God said to him, because you have asked this and have not asked for yourself long life or riches or the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right. Behold, I now do according to your word. This is God telling Solomon, listen to this. Behold, I give you a wise and discerning mind so that none like you has been before you and none like you shall rise after you. I give you also what you've not asked for, both riches and honor, so that no other king shall compare with you all of your days. And if you will walk in my ways, keeping my statutes and my commandments, as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your days. So God is pleased with Solomon's request for wisdom. And so he blesses him and says, I'm going to make you wise. I am going to make you so wise that no one before you has ever been as wise as you're going to be. And no one that will ever come after you will be as wise as you're going to be. So Solomon was the wisest person that ever lived. And then in the next few chapters of 1 Kings, we can see how Solomon begins to use the wisdom that he has to, to govern and to do the things that he's doing. We can see the wisdom uh, as he organizes his administration. And we can see how he does it with excellence. We can see that at the pinnacle of his rule, he constructs a permanent temple in Jerusalem where God would be worshiped. And when you read the account of him constructing that temple, having it built, he used the very best craftsmen contractors, people that could do different jobs. He pursued excellence in the building of the temple. We can also see that, that he used the very best materials in building the temple. There was excellence involved. We can see that the decisions that Solomon made were always excellent decisions. So when we look at all of this, one of the things that that we can take away from that, and this is the very first thing I want you to see today is this. It is wise to pursue excellence in all we do for God. Now, we can say that because Solomon was the wisest man that ever lived, and he says, or he lived his life in a way that demonstrated to us excellence matters. It's important that we live our lives in an excellent way, that we do our very best in our lives, we do the very best at our jobs, we do the very best in our church to bring glory to God. Excellence in everything we do. We give it our very best in all, in all that we do. 
And so God makes Solomon the most wise man to ever live and that's what he says we ought to be doing and that's what he demonstrates that we should be doing. And I think there's a takeaway here. And that is, is that as a church here at Heartland, we value excellence. So we need to do everything that we do here at our church to the best of our ability so we can bring glory to God. But I believe that it also speaks to you as an individual that you should live your life in an excellent way. You should do the best you can do every day to bring God glory. You should try to be the best version of yourself that God has created you to be. You, you should strive for excellence in all that you do. I believe that it speaks to the work that we do and wherever that is, maybe you're, uh, you own a business, maybe you work for a business. Uh, maybe you work from home. Maybe you work as a, you, you could be a school teacher. You could be a physician. You, you, you could be a clerk somewhere. It doesn't matter. But whatever you do and wherever God has you, you should pursue excellence. And I'm going to tell you, it's always a good thing to pursue excellence. And we're going to see that as we go forward and we look at some of the things that we can learn about excellence. As we get to chapter 10, and we, we, we've seen all these things that Solomon has done, and we get to chapter 10, and we begin to talk about it, there's a story about something that happens because the, the word of the excellence of everything that's going on there in, with Solomon and with the temple and with the people of Israel and between Solomon and God and all these things, all of this word has gotten out. And the first thing I want you to see is this, news of excellence always travels. News of excellence always travels. Look at 1 Kings 10.1. It says, now when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to test him with hard questions. Now we can see right off the bat that this news of excellence is traveling because the queen of Sheba was an Arabian queen who lived about 1,200 miles from Jerusalem. Now, to put that in perspective, that would be like if, if um, Jerusalem was where Winter Haven, Florida is, then the Queen of Sheba was from northern Michigan. I mean, way, way away. And think about this. This was thousands of years ago. There was no electricity. There, there was no cell phone service. There, there were no computers. There, there really did, there wasn't even a mail system. There, there wasn't any way to get news to someone. Word would travel by word of mouth. You know, may, you know maybe, uh, maybe there were carrier pigeons, I don't know. But, but it took a long time for word to get to places, but the news of all that was taking place at Solomon's temple and in his reign, in his relationship with God and the nation of Israel's relationship with God, all of the excellence that was taking place, the news got out. And so the Queen of Sheba travels 1,200 miles to come to see this for herself. And here's the takeaway for you and for me. When we live our lives in an excellent way, when we pursue bringing glory to God in our lives, when we pursue bringing glory to God at work, when our church pursues bringing glory to God and we all do things in an excellent way, word of that travels. Now, now what, what do I mean? How, how in the world does that travel with you personally? Well, let me tell you something. If you live your life in an excellent way in pursuit of the glory of God, people are gonna notice it. People are gonna talk about what a good person you are. They're gonna talk about how you have integrity and how you have character. And, and how you, 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 you don't just you know, talk the talk, but you walk the walk. The word's gonna get out. 
And then if you're at work and you're, you're working, uh, as the Bible tells us, to work for God and not for the person we're working for, we're working for God. So when you work and you do an excellent job, when you do an excellent job, let me tell you what's gonna happen. You're gonna get noticed. All of a sudden, you're gonna rise above other people because you are a person of character and integrity. You're a person that, that works hard because you know you're working for the Lord. So this, and the news of excellence travels. And who knows what'll happen? You might even get a promotion. Or perhaps maybe another company will call you and say, well, we hear you're doing such a good job in this area. We have about 25 people in that area. We need somebody to supervise them. Maybe you need to come over here and do that. The news of excellence travels. And if you're a church, and you're doing things excellently, and you're pursuing things for the glory of God. You're reaching people with the good news of Jesus Christ, and you're doing the things that you're supposed to do. Before long, people know about it. I bet there are even people today, some of you right now are online today, you've heard about Heartland, and you've heard that we do things excellently here because we put our best foot forward in everything we do. We want to bring God glory. And today's the perfect opportunity because everybody's online and nobody knows what you're looking at, right? So you're here looking at Heartland today, checking us out today. Well, we hope that you see excellence today. Now, we know excellence might be in a little different form today because we're all watching online. But the very fact that we can broadcast online, the fact that we, we're putting forth our best efforts to do that today, we're trying to be excellent in that today. So we hope that you like what you see. And we hope that you'll come and pay a visit in person when we can all get together and give high fives and hug each other again. But the news of excellence travels. And then, but something else as we continue to read is we see that, that the basis of excellence, where does excellence come from? The very basis of excellence is the truth. 1 Kings 10, 2 and 3 says, she came to Jerusalem with a very good retinue with camels bearing spices and very much gold and precious stones. And when she came to Solomon, she told him all that was on her mind and Solomon answered all her questions and, and, and there was nothing hidden from the king that could not be explained to her. So the queen had questions, but, but Solomon had the truth because he had a relationship with God. Now today, you and I, we have the, the Bible, so we have truth. And so when our truth, the things that we're teaching, the things that we're talking about, when the basis of everything that we do comes from the word of God, that is an excellent source of wisdom. And so if we'll follow the word of God, we will do things in an excellent way that will bring glory to God. And the takeaway is that people come to church. People come online to church. People come physically to churches looking for answers. And they wanna hear somebody preach and they wanna hear somebody teach that is prepared. They wanna hear somebody that has studied the word of God so that when they present it, that it's presented correctly and in context and they can learn the truth of God's word. And that's an excellent thing when that happens. But the basis of that excellence is the truth of God's word. Another thing we see is that God uses our pursuit of excellence for, uh, of excellence for his own glory. Listen to this in verses four through nine. And when the queen of Sheba had seen all of the wisdom of Solomon, the house that he had built, the food of his table, the seating of his officials, and the attendance of his servants, their clothing, his cupbearers, and his burnt offerings that he offered at the house of the Lord. Listen, this is the greatest phrase. There was no more breath in her. Literally, it took her breath away. And she said to the king, she said to Solomon, the report was true that I heard in my own land of your words and of your wisdom, but I did not believe the reports until I came and my own eyes had seen it. 
and behold, the half was not told me. Your wisdom and prosperity surpassed the report that I heard. Happy are your men. Happy are your servants who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. Blessed be the Lord your God who has delighted in you and set you on the throne of Israel. Because the Lord loved Israel forever, he has made you king that you may execute justice and righteousness. Here's what I want you to see from all of this. I, wa- I want you to see that, that, that God gets glory when we pursue excellence. Because you see, the queen came into an environment. She came from 1,200 miles away. Because miles away, she had heard about the excellence. She had heard about the wisdom of Solomon and, and, and how everything was done to glorify God in such an incredible way. She had heard that. Matter of fact, in verse four, we see that she had heard about Solomon's teaching. And in verse five, she, she, now she's there, she's seeing the excellent service, even the way the servants dress, the attitude, the dedication of all the people that served. Then she saw the burnt offerings being offered. She saw excellent worship taking place. And the dedication and excellence to all of those things served as instruments in the hands of God to grip her heart. I want you to see that. She recognized that she was empty inside. It says there was no more breath in her. She recognized that something was missing. She recognized that there was something missing. So many people, so, something's missing in their life. Right now, people are scared. People are looking for answers. People are looking for something to help them get through all of this. And they're worried about their job. They're worried about this illness. They're worried about the pandemic. They're worried about all of this stuff. And, and they, they're just looking everywhere for answers. Well, the answer is found in a relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ. That's where the answer is found. You don't have to go through all this stuff alone. He'll walk with you through this stuff and you can have hope and you can have confidence in knowing that he's in control. If you put your faith and your trust in him, that's so important. But I want you to look at her response to all this. She said, blessed be the Lord your God who has delighted and set you on the throne of Israel. I mean, here's this Arabian queen from 1,200 miles away that is so moved by what has taken place, by the wisdom of Solomon and all that God has given him, the wisdom and the way that Solomon is so wise and the way he, he just does everything in an excellent manner. That every little detail of, his, of the court, of, of his cabinet, of the servants, of the way the offerings are, are, you know, are given and, and the way the burnt offerings are offered up to God, everything is done with excellence. And she is so moved by that that she sees the reality of the true and living God that Solomon worships. Her breath is taken away. And, and, and she sees God in all of this. You know, I think the the takeaway for you and me is that people notice when we give God our best and they notice the excellence with which we do things. I I believe that God still uses wisdom today. I believe that he uses our excellent devotion to him today as tools to impact people for the kingdom. I believe it matters in a church uh, that you give God your very best you know, it's amazing in our lives, we, we, we want to give everything our best. We, we want to do our best if we're playing ball. We want to do our, our best if we're in a musical group and we're, we're performing or whatever. We want to do our best at work so we can get the promotion and all that kind of stuff. But I believe in church that we need to give God our best. 
You know, so often, you know, uh, we, 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 don't wanna, we, we don't wanna give him our best. We, we don't wanna give him all that we should. We, we're always a little, holding a little bit back, but we need to give God everything that we've got. We need to bring him glory in everything that we do. We need to give God our very best because excellence matters. Excellence makes a difference it, and, and it, it changes our lives when we do things excellently and God uses it for the pursuit of his glory. And then the, the next thing we see is, is this queen's, that what's happening to the queen of Sheba here is amazing because we see that excellent mo- excellence moves us to extraordinary participation. Excellence moves us to extraordinary participation. First Kings 10.10, 10, it says, then she, after she saw all this and her breath was taken away and, and she, she said, bless, you, bless your God and, and all of this. She, then it says, she gave the king 120 talents of gold and a very great quantity of spices and precious stones. Never again came such an abundance of spices as these that the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. Here's the point. All of this excellence, everybody doing everything they could for the glory of God, when when she saw it, she was moved to participate. She was moved to do something. Listen, when you see God working and when you see God being exalted and when you see the greatness of God, you know, when you see us living for God and, and trying to bring him glory in everything that we do, when people see that, It's hard to sit still. You want to be involved in it. You want to be part of it. And with her, she gave an incredible offering. She was so generous in what she did because of what she saw. And I believe that it moves us to participate in a lot of different ways. When we see the pursuit of excellence for the glory of God, we want to get involved. We want to serve in some way. Now, I know right now that the way we serve has changed. I know that normally when, when we don't have a pandemic out there, we're all coming to church and we all you know, come to get, wherever we go to church, we get together on the weekend and we, we all come together and we meet during the middle of the week and we see each other. And right now, all of that's changed. And right now we're meeting with each other uh, through social media and through different, different means online and, and, and trying to chat with each other that way, maybe calling each other emailing each other, texting each other. And, and we're, you know, we're all trying to maintain this social distancing thing and, and, and we can't meet in groups larger than a certain number. There, there are a lot of things out there right now that have changed the way we do things. But listen, I don't want you to think for a moment that that, that, that in any way causes a problem when it comes to our doing what we do in an excellent way. Because now we just have a new way we have to do things for a little while. And, and while we're doing it, we need to do it with excellence. You know, one of the things that I want to share with you guys today is, is that it's really important over the next few weeks, as long as this lasts and as long as we have to do this, that we all stay connected. And, and I want to speak to our church for a moment. It's really important for all of us to be connected. You know, we don't get to experience the, the same kind of unity that we do when we come into the worship service together when we meet, but we're still a church and we're still a family. And so we can utilize the tools that we have available to us so that we can still 
have community and we can still be together and we can still love on each other. We can still pray for each other. We can still be there for each other. Now I wanna give you real quick before I leave today, I wanna give you some ways, some things you need to do so that you can be engaged to the, to the best level with, with all of us. Okay, one is you can join our Heartland Facebook page or our Heartland Facebook group. If you're not on those things, if you haven't connected with us on Facebook in those ways, do that. Don't, don't, you know, this is, that's a primary way. You see a lot of conversation going on. And our Instagram, uh, you know, social media platform, you need to get involved with Instagram as well, if you can. And, um, and you know, I would say, I'm, I'm just gonna say, I believe that Facebook is, is probably the things being the used the most right now, but Instagram is very Im important, especially a lot of younger folks use Instagram more than they do Facebook. So you wanna be on Instagram and you can actually link your Instagram account to your Facebook account. You can get on, figure all that out yourself get somebody to help you like I did. And, uh, and, and then also we would love for you to subscribe to Heartland's YouTube channel. Uh, that's another way we, you know, we got a lot of videos out there and sermons and different things like that. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Heartland's Church Winter Haven's YouTube channel. And then also our children's YouTube channel and our students' YouTube, cha uh, YouTube channel. You need to get involved there as well. You know, that's a way that our pastors, our, you know, Pastor Doyle, our children's pastor and, and Pastor Chad, our student pastor, you know, they, they're, they're working really hard to stay in touch with their students and the kids and the parents. And so you need to get on those YouTube channels. And, and then you can interact with us on social media. Don't just sign up for these accounts and things. Get out there and get on your phones, get on your computers and interact. Now, I know what you're thinking right now. Ed, don't you tell us in sermons all the time that we probably need to put the phones down once in a while? Yes, but extraordinary times call for extraordinary measures, right? And right now we need to be connected online. We, we need to be engaged on social media. That's how we're communicating with you. So jump on. And also I'm gonna give a shout out. You know, you heard it earlier if you, were, if you logged on early when they were making announcements, but I have a brand new edkendrick.com website and I have a Facebook page. Go like my page, go join and, and get, get, you know, tag you know, get, it, get in there and, and get, be a part of that. Um, like the page, subscribe to the page, that kind of thing. Also my Instagram account, my personal account as the pastor of the church, I have a personal Instagram account. Become my friend. How about, uh, you know, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel. And go to my edkendrick.com and there's a blog and a podcast where I put information out there as well. All of the things that I'm mentioning from Heartland to, to me personally, these are a way that we stay in touch with you. And we want you, to, we want you to do that because we need to keep our community together. And listen, let me just, I'm just gonna say this and we're gonna probably be saying this every week. It's important for me to remind you to give. You know, I know we mentioned that earlier, but it's really important. We're fully 100% funded by your tithes and your offerings. And if those quit coming in, that causes us a big problem. And we understand that it's difficult for everybody right now, but if you can, you know, do that. Matter of fact, wherever you are right now, if you've got a link to that, just go and do that. Mail your ties and, and, and stuff in. You can do it online, you know, and, and, and we understand that it's difficult for some people. That, that's wonderful and great. We're gonna keep ministering to you. We, we, we want to minister to you and do the things that we can do. We wanna keep our doors open. We wanna, keep, we wanna be able to keep doing the things that we're doing. So if you could do that, that would be an amazing thing. And, and listen, if you're, if you're not part of Heartland and you're part of another church and you're listening to this right now, you support your church. They need you right now. Everybody needs help right now, okay? You know, one of the things that's the most important thing that I could talk to you about is a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. There is nothing more important than that. Right now, there are a lot of people that are scared. There are a lot of people that are looking for answers. There are a lot of people that are confused and your jobs are being changed, lost and, and, and 
people we know and love, some are sick, and, and we know all around the world people have died from this thing that's going on, this pandemic. And, and, and so, you know, we, we're just in an unprecedented time. These are uncharted waters. And, but listen, I know that there is a person that can help you as you navigate all of this. And his name is Jesus. And, you know, so many people are just looking for answers. And, and it's, they get an answer here and they get an answer here and they're looking all over the place. Listen, let me tell you what you do. You put your faith and your trust in Jesus. That, that doesn't mean that you're not gonna have the same issues. It doesn't mean that that pandemic is gonna go away right at this moment. It doesn't mean that you're not gonna uh, maybe be a little bit afraid at times and stuff like that, but I'll tell you what it does mean. It, there, it, it means that when you put your faith and trust in Jesus, the Holy Spirit indwells you and you don't have to walk through this alone and you can have a peace that you don't have right now if you embrace Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He can bring, bring peace, a peace that the world doesn't even understand, the Bible tells us. So if you're here today and uh, with online with us and you've not put your faith and trust in Jesus, would you, maybe right now is the time to do that. If you feel God calling you and you feel him gripping your heart, would you pray with me right now? Just pray, say, Jesus, I am a sinner. And God, I, I need a relationship with you. And Father, I, I, right now in the best way that I know how, right where I'm sitting, I'm asking you to forgive me of my sins. And I'm asking you to cleanse me of unrighteousness. And God, I'm asking you to save me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you made that decision, please reach out to us and let us know. You can let one of our hosts know right now. They're, they're on there interacting with you. Let them know that you made a decision to follow Christ. You know, give us some contact information so we can send you some information to help you in your new journey. If you're here today watching and you need prayer for something, you know, normally in our church, we have these big crosses on the wall and up front and we, people actually write prayer requests and they stick those prayer requests on the, on the crosses. We take them down and read them. Well, we can't do that because we're not here in person. But what you can do is you can go online right where you are and you can, put, you can go to our website. You can do it right there. You can talk to one of our hosts right now. You can request prayer. And, and we get those electronically and we're still praying over them. So send us your prayer requests that way. We love to help you in any way that we can. Guys, we love you. We appreciate you signing on with us today. And, and we're going to continue worshiping here in just a moment. Lindsay's going to sing a beautiful song. You don't, you don't, want, to, you don't want to leave us right now. You, you, you need the encouragement. You need the hope. And you need to hear this. So stick around and worship with us for just a few more moments. And listen, get online and talk to us. Pray with us. Be there with us. We're a family. We're sticking together. We're going to get through this. We love you.